Let's talk about Pixel Washer, my upcoming 2D game about washing pixels. Let's discuss what is Pixel Washer, why is Pixel Washer, what's cool, state of the game, and what's next. You're listening to Make the Game with Matt Hackett. Right off the bat, what is Pixel Washer? Here's the current one-liner I'm working with. Relax to the soothing sensation of power washing pixels as Pixel the Pig. I like this one. I've waffled a lot on the one-liner for my other game, Which More? But I'll tell you, what I really like about working on Pixel Washer so far is it has such a clear direction. I have this sort of voice I do that I've been experimenting with for promotional videos. Here's a clip. Would you look at all these dirty pixels? I hope you're ready because these pixels need a wash. That's right, it's Pixel Washer, a brand new game that's all about washing pixels. That's it, just pixels. There's no worries, there's no hurry. Nope, just pixels. That voice just came out of the very crystal clear direction. It's a chill, cool game. There's no pressure. It's just relaxed. In my book, How to Make a Video Game All by Yourself, I talk about game design pillars. A game design pillar helps give direction to your project. The ones I'm using for Pixel Washer are clean, beautiful pixels, simple and satisfying as possible, chill gameplay or low pressure, and accessible slash configurable. Having those from the beginning has been super helpful for working on the game. I always know exactly what to do because I know exactly what the game is. And importantly, I know what the game isn't. Recently, I've been thinking it's even more important to know what your game isn't than it is to know what your game is, if that makes sense. So why work on this game, I think, is always a good question to ask yourself. I ask myself that all the time. You know, when you are on a small team or a solo developer like me, you can pivot really fast. If there's something not clicking about the project you're working on, you can have a brand new project in like a week. I have a gigantic stack of game designs that I want to work on, and I had some really good momentum on my other project, Witchmore. But I needed to kind of switch gears for a few reasons. So first, I've been learning a lot recently, and I've been kind of wanting to apply that new knowledge to a new project. I started working on Witchmore about three years ago as kind of a side project while I was working full-time and didn't really have a lot of time, you know? I only started taking it seriously as a main project about a year ago. And in that time, I've talked to multiple developers, I've watched so many GDC talks, I've compiled all these comics that are densely packed with information, and I read books like Production Point, and then talk to its author about my projects. Like I've got all these new thoughts and I really wanted to see how they would work in a brand new fresh project. Next, I've really been wanting to work with an entity component system or ECS. Wishmore is built on Unity and there's some things I like about that. And Unity is similar to an entity component system. You've got a game object in Unity, which is sort of like an entity and then your game objects have components. But a pure clean ECS is a lot different. To me, when using an ECS, it's always crystal clear where stuff goes and you know how to implement things. I was talking to my friend Jeff Blair recently and he mentions this GDC talk he loves where they discuss a pit of success, which is what they call you know doing things a certain way, the ECS way. But if you get in the pit, and do things that way, you're gonna be successful. Adhering to these constraints means you have to solve problems in a very specific way. However, these techniques result in consistent, maintainable, decoupled, and simple code. We constrain you, we throw you in this pit, but it is a pit of success. 
So I really wanted to get back to an ECS and I really wanted to get back to JavaScript because I love it. I know I'm weird like that. But, you know, I coach people on scratching your itch. If you've got something that's really itchy to you, then I think it's important to try to carve out some time to scratch that itch, you know. And for me, it was really effortless working on Pixel Washer because I so badly wanted to scratch these itches. On that note, I had this huge stockpile of pixel art that I've acquired over the years from places like Open Game Art, from amazing artists like Lime Zoo, and of course, Kenny. We all love Kenny. I've got all these cool sprites that I can use, and I've been searching for game ideas to put them in for, the, for ages, but... All my game ideas were just so complicated. I would see like some arcade sprites and be like, okay, there's an arcade in this gigantic epic JRPG I'm gonna make with eight chapters and I'm never gonna finish that game. So Pixel Washer has been a nice like home for all these sprites to live in without blowing up my scope. Lastly, I've been searching for a simple, easily shippable game idea for years. I thought maybe with Witchmore, if I kind of pivoted it towards the kind of popular survivors genre, which is a kind of lower-ish scoped genre, that maybe I could ship it quickly, but that didn't turn out to be the case. I still think that's a good idea, but it wasn't going to happen as fast as I wanted. Because Pixel Washer is such a simple game and has such crystal clear game design pillars, I finally found a way to keep my scope down. So what's cool about Pixel Washer? I always ask this about my projects because they need to be cool. They gotta be fun to talk about or else no one's gonna wanna play them, right? So right off the bat, I think it's got amazing pixel art and I can say that because I barely drew any of it. I am gonna be hiding some of the pixel art I've made for other games in secret areas of Pixel Washer, but mostly it's just tons of different sprites from tons of different artists, making Pixel Washer itself sort of like a pixel art museum. And there actually is a museum in Pixel Washer where you unearth pixel art art. I also think the gameplay is super satisfying. Watching the pixels feels sort of like a scratch-off lottery ticket. I think it's kind of cool when you see the silhouette of a sprite, you don't know what it is, and then you wash it and it's not what you expected. Also, this is very specific to me, but Pixel Washer to me is a cool game because it's exactly the kind of game that would have ran specifically on a Sega CD or a Turbo Duo back in the day. So these were consoles based on like Sega Genesis and TurboGrafx-16 but they had CD or compact disc capabilities. A fine morning to you, my lord. Good morning, Elias. So you get graphics that look like Sega Genesis or TurboGrafx-16, but then you could have high fidelity music. And the music back then was good. I mean, it's still good today, but you know, hearing CD quality music in a video game for the first time, that was something special. And Pixel Washer kind of has that pattern, right? It's got true, authentic, actual pixels, crispy clean. In Pixel Washer, they're 512 by 288, super low resolution, but the audio is super high fidelity. So you get this nice, chill soundtrack. And I kind of feel like the more things there are about a project that you love, the more likely you are to keep working on it and finish it. Okay, so the state of the game. My other main game, Witchmore, has no public demo yet, so I wanted to get that done ASAP for Pixel Washer. So the web demo is ready now. You can play it on itch right now. There's three levels in the demo. There's a clean city, a Japanese market, and my favorite, an arcade. The game's in a great state, I'm pleased to say. Lastly, what's next? I gotta do a lot of playtesting to make sure I get those bugs fixed. I gotta make a bunch of content, of course. I always feel like there's more content to do. Always and forever. 
to kind of nudge me along and track my progress, I added this in-game notice of how far along I am. When I first added it, the percentage complete was so low I had to double check my math and yeah, it was, yeah, 11% was done. I gotta climb that content mountain. Next is Steam integration, which I'm kind of sweating because I remember it being pretty hairy, but I've done it before. It's working in Indie Game Sim, another game I've worked on that's on Steam, so which is using a similar tech stack, right? So I know it's possible, but I expect it'll be, you know, non-trivial. Then, you know, just market and promote the game for months and months and try to get that coveted magic number or whatever, 7,000 or 10,000 wish lists or whatever. That's a high bar, but we'll see. First things first, I gotta get that desktop build going. I podcasted with my friend Jeff Blair recently and he reminded me that 96% of Steam users use Windows. So that's the desktop build I'm focusing on. I actually use a MacBook to work on, and so I want a build for a Mac, but I can't really justify spending much time on it right now. Now Steam Deck, however, I've kind of already got a build running on it. Like it's too good. I would just love to play Pixel Washer on Steam Deck. So my last devlog like this was about my other game, Witchmore. So you might be wondering what's going on with that. As you can imagine, I have lots of thoughts. So stay tuned. In the meantime, go ahead and add it to your Steam Witch list. And of course, while you're at it, add Pixel Washer to your Steam watch list. I'm in trouble, aren't I? Everything has to be a something list now. My next game will be called like Wanderlust. Add Wanderlust to your Steam Wanderlist. Something like that. 